Welcome to the Global Business Insights Podcast, brought to you by PSL. I'm your host, Max Kent, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Charlotte de Brabant. In Series 2, Beyond Business, we delve into the captivating journeys of the world's most exceptional business leaders, entrepreneurs and professionals. Our mission is not only to ignite inspiration and knowledge for the next generation, but also to illuminate the path for those currently navigating challenges. Join us as we uncover the remarkable stories that transcend traditional business narratives and offer a beacon of hope and guidance. Hi guys and welcome to the Global Business Insights Podcast. I've got a very, very special edition of our episode today. So this episode of our personal business journeys and stories, um, we're not actually inviting a guest onto this one. We've got an interview with our very own Charlotte, um, who's going to be talking to us about some quite difficult subjects. And as you may or may not no, Charlotte's been battling breast cancer over the last six months and we've been looking at some of the stats. Now what's shocking when we look at this is that three years ago one in eight women were diagnosed with breast cancer. When we look at 2023 it's actually one in three so that stat is increasing. So more and more women are being diagnosed with this. What we really want to do is share Charlotte's personal journey and ask some quite tough questions on this so that we can share how Charlotte's getting on, how she's battling this journey and really inspire and help and support everyone else who needs to know about this. So hi Charlotte. Hi Max. It's as always it's great to be here with you. Lovely to have you on. Thank you so much for doing this. I think this is going to be a really important episode for everyone. So I'm going to go into question one and please share the answers as much as you can on this. So question one, please, can you share your journey of being diagnosed with stage three breast and lymph cancer this year? Certainly. I mean, this year, beginning of the year, I received these very unexpected news that I've been diagnosed with stage three breast and and lymphatic cancer. And it was a shock to my system. And I had to process this whirlwind of of emotions going through my head. And this journey since then has truly been a roller coaster of challenges, of strength and resilience at the end of the day. Absolutely. And I've seen that firsthand from you. And, you know, when we were setting up the first series of the podcast, um, I was right with you when you you were going through the diagnosis. So how did you react when you received that diagnosis? Well, the, the moment I heard about the diagnosis, and I remember so well getting my first check on February 3rd with the diagnosis, with the biopsy, February 8th, in the afternoon at, at night, I, I received these news that suddenly uh, there were some positive carcinoma results coming out. And I told the doctor, I'm sure a mistake was being done or they may have, uh, I'm sure it was a mistake. I mean, how could I, who've never even really experienced cancer in the family, suddenly be, be diagnosed with, with cancer? Uh, February 9th. I had my first meeting of the oncologist and suddenly the next day already my first chemo. So less than 16 hours from from knowing, suddenly having having chemo. So um, it felt like my world was 
truly turned upside down. And I was filled with fear, with confusion, with disbelief. And it took me some time for, for the whole reality to sink in. But I knew I had to gather my courage and, and face this battle head on. It's very brave and I think it's fantastic that you're, you're coming on the podcast to actually actually do this and share this. So um, obviously, well, not obviously, but last week um, you underwent a mastectomy. Um, can you describe your experience of that? Of course. So since the whole diagnosis, I've had these 16 very heavy uh an average six hour chemo sessions and and then at the end of the chemo we we then tackled that whole mastectomy so the mastectomy and the whole um lymph in the axillary area they were all removed and uh, and i mean this was whole part of the the treatment plan it was a very profound and an emotional experience i would say and while it marked a significant step towards my recovery, it also brought a mix of feelings with it. Of course, relief, but that the whole cancer tissue was was removed, but also as a woman, a sense of loss and and now currently adjustment to to this newly changed body. And since yesterday, the whole pathology report got released. So now we continue the the um, the journey as residual cancer was left in the body. Um, so now I continue to fight. And part of the treatment is now to do the whole proton radiation. And then we continue with the six-month chemo and and so on, CT DNA tests. So it is a marathon. It's not just a, a short journey. And for anyone out there suddenly being diagnosed or suffering, it is a marathon. And it's a matter to keep going, heads up, chin up, and always face forward. And again, I think this is so inspiring for people to hear that, you know, hearing how pragmatic you are about this and how strong you are with it. And I know it's not easy, but to be able to share this is so important for people. Um, has that experience of battling cancer changed your perspective on life at all? Well, this journey has profoundly shifted my whole perspective on life. The ones who know me before, I was I, I I did everything. I never said no. I I am a curious character from nature, positive, optimistic for better better future. But this whole journey taught me to appreciate every moment, cherish relationships, and most importantly, prioritize my well being. It's a constant reminder to this. To, to, to the life that we have and the importance of, of living with a purpose. So how have you managed to stay positive and keep moving forward despite all these challenges? Yeah, stay, staying positive is, is definitely a very conscious effort. And I remind myself daily to keep my chin up, my head up, to keep going, not, not to stress myself, but take it day by day, challenge by challenge. It's okay that now I have residual cancer. I take it step by step and um, and and not not just giving up, but but taking but there are always solutions. We keep going, we face forward. And most importantly, what has helped me to keep to keep going is surrounding myself with my loved ones practicing also mindfulness, focusing on, on my present moment, um, 
this is very crucial in, in maintaining a positive mindset, but but making sure you know who's your support network, not being alone, always being surrounded by a support network. And it's okay to ask a friend to come around and just stay with you for a few hours because now more than ever, it's okay to ask. So I have a very close uh, personal support network here with me which is around five, my family, my, my closest ones. And then I have my virtual friends network around me, like Max, who we speak on a weekly <laughs> basis and who always check in to make sure I'm okay. We do indeed, and I'm right there with you for, for you on this. And um, so when you talk about the day-to-day -day of this and making take it step by step, what sort of strategy have you employed to, to do that? Um, well, really, making sure you remind yourself to take it step by step and day by day. That's been my guiding mantra. I've I've set small achievable goals and also celebrated each victory. For example, when I completed my first first 16 set of, of chemos, it was actually with a celebration, a certificate, balloons, flowers, and making sure you really cherish these victories because it is it is a painful marathon. It's it's a long journey. So this approach helps me to avoid feeling overwhelmed and just keeps you motivated by taking it step by step. And um, you talk about the support system, and I, I, you know I know that's much wider than me, obviously. But how has that support system played a role in your journey? Um, my support system, which is made out of my family, friends, medical professionals, um, the, this has very much been been a rock, and a rock, I would say, 24 hours. Considering yesterday was Sunday, we received the results yesterday from a pathology, so suddenly all of my oncologists got in touch with me. So it doesn't matter what day, or what time of the day, what what day it is, I get consistently, persistently unwavering support and encouragement and love and an understanding if it's even if it's my employer, if it's my boss, if it's my my family surrounding network. And that gives me strength to to keep going and especially during these toughest moments to know that I'm not alone. This is, I mean, it's again so inspiring to hear and this is an immense battle that you're facing. Um, have you learned any lessons from this that you could share? Yeah, definitely. Until now, I'm in the middle of my battle and uh, and now starting radiation. So I would say it's the, the third of of a few battles now that I keep going. And, and this has taught me resilience and patience. I would say patience. And I was hoping, of course, the surgery would bring out positive results, but it's okay. It's, it did not bring the, the, the most positive results. Now I keep going. I still have residual cancer. So being patient with yourself and um, the whole power of, of human spirit, it shows that we have challenges and you need to turn your challenges into opportunities for growth and for transformation because each challenge it makes us stronger and it's all in our mindset how we go about these challenges there are always solutions for each challenge whatever challenge someone is facing out there so being more specific then could you share a, a sort of moment that epitomizes your determination to keep going yeah i mean one 
particular challenging day. I remember when, when I, I was after chemo and I woke up feeling physically weak and emotionally completely drained. It was a day that I, I had to tell myself, even though I love my, my job and, and, my, and my doing my passion, but I couldn't. I had to just take a break. Um, but I reminded myself of my mantra, chin up, head up, and found strength to then get out of bed, take a few steps, start making myself a hot drink, and even going for a walk on the, on the peloton, and not being overwhelmed. But it, it was important, although you wanted to just stay in bed, you, I made a decision, I negotiated with myself to get up. Okay, and so has your self-care routine evolved throughout the journey then, do you think? Absolutely. I mean, self-care has become a complete non-negotiable priority. From practicing relaxation techniques to engaging in gentle exercises and ensuring I get enough rest, I've very much recognized the importance of, of nurturing my body and my mind. And uh, yesterday, Sunday because it was just so many things you need to think about when doing self-care. I actually had to write myself a list which I have next to me so I don't forget after the mastectomy what are the exercises I have to do, what what are what are the, the casual walks I need to take, the the, the the food I can eat, food I cannot eat, the the creams I have to remind myself to put on, the supplements I have to take, the medication. It is overwhelming, but you just need to write it down and and develop these new habits. And these new uh, habits then become more easy to practice. It's, and it's amazing to hear all of the different um, routines and, and steps you've got in place for it. But I can only imagine what this is like for you. And if it was me, I'm sure I'd get moments of doubt and fear along the path. I'm sure it's just natural to do that. So how do you handle that when that happens? Yeah, I mean, moments of, of doubt and fear are inevitable. And especially after yesterday, learning that pathology came, came didn't come out as, as I expected. But I've learned to acknowledge and embrace these, these moments and talking to my support network and then practicing these mindfulness routines and focusing on, on the progress. I think it's important to educate yourself right from the beginning. And and I have I have read all the medical studies. I myself being academic, I read all my all the case studies, all the medications, all the chemos. I mean, um, very much understanding what it is that I'm going through and having very constructive conversations with my with my um, medical network. Um, and that has helped me to navigate these emotions and regain my inner strength, knowing what is to come, taking it step by step, but having so much education inside of me that I understand the the whole medical treatment. And that has helped me to to look forward by really understanding what are we doing? Why are we doing certain elements? What is out there? How 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 are others doing it? So it's an amazing approach, and I think you're absolutely incredible for the way you've tackled this. Um, 
so we're now starting to share that story and share the journey. Uh, how's that impacted your journey? Um, sharing my story has has actually been quite therapeutic, I have to say, and empowering. It's it's allowed me to connect to others who may be facing similar challenges. And it's okay to talk about it. I've been asked, why do you go public with it? Well, why not? It's um, it, it has helped me to, to understand my journey. And also, since you mentioned one in three women are suffering of breast cancer. I mean, that's a huge amount of, of, of ladies out there going through similar challenges. And having had this diagnosis with the age of 35, I would say, now more than ever, we need to talk about it and help each other and build these support networks. So in a way for me, it, is, it has helped me and I will continue to do that because we need to now, now more than ever, exchange these experiences. I think, you know, just from my own experience, there's a bit of a stigma about talking about these sort of things and sharing it. And I don't think that's right. And I think what you're doing is the right thing. But so what, given that there could well be people that are in a similar situation listening to this that don't know, don't have the same strength that you you have and don't have that support network, what advice would you give to someone who's recently been diagnosed with cancer? Well, I would definitely encourage them to take it one step at a time and find strength in, in the smallest victories. Celebrate each chemo, celebrate each little victory, a doctor visit. Having these doctor visits can be strenuous because they are two, three hours long when you have a discussion, where you talk. So make, making sure you also speak to other people who've gone through this. And that's the reason I'm speaking out loud about it, is to inspire our youngsters, our all of our talents out there, when they have challenges to, it's okay to ask for help. And that's what I've always been doing, getting advice from, if it's even, uh, if it's job related from my managers, I've always asked for, for guidance, for advice, and that's how you learn and, and definitely become stronger. And then lean on your support network um, by, and also being proactive, seeking information and then trust in your own resilience. Okay, so how do you see your future post-recovery from this battle working then? Um, I envision a, a future filled with renewed appreciation for life's simple joys. And that's, I think, how we can really sum it up. I, I want to continue spreading awareness about breast cancer and serve as an inspiration for others facing their own challenges because I believe there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay um, and I've heard you ha heard you say the phrase chin up head up quite a few times now. Um, how come that's become a guiding principle for you particularly? Yeah this chin up head up um, it embodies my determination to to face this adversity with with courage and with grace and it reminds me to stay strong and maintain a positive outlook and keep pushing forward no matter the obstacle because of course there's so many times when you're faced with challenges and then you start looking down and when you walk you're just looking down but no you have to remind yourself look up and look forward and it it actually helps me mentally to just yeah keep 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 fighting this battle. 
I think that's a lesson for us all there. I think I might adopt that myself because I think there's a, a very simple way to just remind yourself to keep going, isn't it? So yes, it's uh, a really good one. Um, so what more uh, or other things have you discovered about your own inner strength through this journey then? Um, this journey has definitely revealed a whole reservoir of, of strength within me uh, that I never knew it even existed. And it showed me that even in the most challenging times when you have when you just don't know what to do and you you may not have the strength, I you always have the the power to overcome and thrive by always believing there there are solutions. And I look at each cup being half full, never half empty. Um, so when you're going through all of these different steps, then you've obviously got a balance between your physical health and then tending to your emotional well-being as well. So how do you how do you do both? It's a delicate balance, but I've learned that both physically and emotional health are a very closely related intertwined and engaging in activities that bring me joy like doing the podcast with you seeking support when needed not even doubting can i ask for help but asking for help and staying active uh, that i think 100% contributes to my whole approach to wellness constantly staying active and if it's just going for a slow walk but Every little activity I actually put in my in my calendar, so I make sure I don't forget. They call it the chemo brain, but also making sure that it's on my calendar and I dedicate time to it. It sounds like with your positive approach, you're actually able to find the joy in some of this, which is is astounding, really. So, uh, maybe you could share a specific instance where you found joy amid this journey. Um, yeah, I mean, despite these these continuous challenges this year, which just one challenge after the other just kept, kept on coming up. I found joy in spending a lot of quality time with my family. I would have never expected to spend so much time this year with my family. And um, when I got the diagnosis in February, my brother came and started living with me a week after. So we've spent so much time together this year and uh, he's not planning and leaving anytime soon. So experiencing these pleasures of life uh, by being closely with, with your loved ones. And then also... I now I go for, for for nice walks close to the airport and I, I cannot fly at the moment. So I watch the planes. I always know that at 5.15 when Lufthansa lands or 5.35, I see the Swiss airline and then British Airways tap and all these other ones. And I actually get a lot of joy by watching the planes <laughs> land and, and then depart. And then you can see oh, where the where the wind comes from today, because of course, the planes have to always change the direction they land. So these are the little joys by 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 recognizing the it's these little pleasures of life, I, not being able to travel, but watching the planes or uh, yeah, sharing laughter with with your loved ones. I think recognizing these little joys in life and, and embracing them. 
I think you're absolutely right and it's so lovely it's what people should do anyway I think knowing what my sisters are like I'm not sure they'd want me to come and stay with them but um <laughs> you know I think it's lovely that that, that that you've got that around you and you can find those things that give you those moments of joy and we all should do that regardless of what we're facing I think it's a real real lesson for us all um what legacy do you hope to leave though by sharing this story with with others um I aspire to leave a legacy of hope and resilience and empowerment and by sharing my story I hope to 100% inspire others to face their own challenges and with strength and, and a positive attitude and it's okay to go out and share your story it's okay to ask for guidance for help because that's what makes us human no one is perfect and perfection doesn't exist but speaking with others getting guidance, getting input, research, direction. I think that's what, at the end of the day, makes us human. Wow. And I mean, just one more question, I think, but so how has this journey reinforced your belief in the importance of taking life one step at a time and just slowing down and, and finding the importance and joy in things? Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of this whole journey, I was very overwhelmed and after each time when suddenly these uh, more challenges more difficult moments came up if it's side effects from the chemo if it's uh, now the, the the results of the surgery i of course the first seconds you're just like oh damn it why why doesn't it end but but you 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 keep going, you take it, you have to remind yourself not to get overwhelmed, but take it one step at a time. And, and that has become my mantra, not only navigating cancer, but embracing life itself. And it's a reminder that each small step contributes to this whole greater journey. And that progress is made through consistent, persistent effort and determination and reminding yourself, reminding yourself in front of your mirror or even when you write it down on a list or on the calendar. And, and very important to not compare yourself, your journey to others, because everyone is unique and everybody has their own journey, whatever journey they are on. If you are... You know, there, there are su such great statistics that people who were in their 60s or 70s started their own company and they did so, they were so successful. This morning we were talking with Max, uh, that our friend started a tech company also at such an uh, old age. And it doesn't matter what age, it doesn't matter what background, everyone has their own journey. So not comparing yourself to others, also in my case with other diagnoses. It's it's not possible to compare. Just embrace your own journey. Okay, Charlotte, thank you so much for this. I think it's going to be such a powerful and inspiring story for people. So I really hope as many people as possible hear this and take comfort in it um, and can find um, some of the strength and resilience that you've managed to find too in their own journeys. Um, any any final parting thoughts before we before we close off? No, Max, thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to hearing back from all of our listeners today. Wonderful. Thanks again, Charlotte. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on this enlightening episode of the Global Business Insights Podcast. 
Stay tuned for more inspiring stories and valuable insights that will continue to guide and uplift you on your journey.